Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Founders Launchpad podcast where we talk about what it takes to start and launch a new business here in the UK. So if that's something you're interested in or something you're doing yourself then you are in the right place. So on this week's episode are you wondering if it's time to take the plunge? Have you ever wondered about how to know it's right to start your new business? Well that's what we're going to be talking about today and you might be surprised at what the answer is. That's coming up shortly, but first, a quick word on what's been going on with Founders Launchpad in the last week. We are progressing nicely with the product design for our product launch, which is going to be in the next couple of months. So we're creating a bundle. If you're starting your first business, it's going to give you everything you need to do that. It's going to give you step-by-step guides. It's going to give you the detailed theory behind each stage in the business so you can understand strategies, you can understand operations, marketing, etc. It's going to give you things like checklists, resources, templates you can use, as well as accountability check-ins and one-to-one coaching to help you through that process. So that's going to be coming up soon. I'll keep you updated on when that's going to be available. If you'd like to get early bird access to this, then go to our website, founderslaunchpad.com, where you can subscribe. We're also going to be looking for beta testers as well. So if you're interested in this and you'd like a free version of the product, get in touch at samgibbs underscore official on Instagram, and you could be involved in our beta testing program. Okay, so back to the content for today. We're going to be talking about three things. We're going to be talking about the range of options you've got for when you're starting your business. This is everything from going all in, saving up money, quitting your job and working on this full time to try and get it right, to the slow and steady approach where you might want to work in the evenings and weekends and then everything between that. We're going to be talking about your must know things before you take the plunge. So what are the things you need to know before you begin, right? And then final thing is how to tell when the timing is right. So we're going to be going through some things there and you might be surprised at what are those things you need to know. Cool, let's jump in with it. Okay, so our range of options, and this is a really interesting one, and it suits different personalities, it suits different circumstances, and it suits different businesses. Let's start with the going all in approach. When we're starting a business, and in fact throughout the business life, it's about risk management, right? What's going to give us the greatest chance of success? And there's a trade-off here when you're choosing which option to go for. You want as much time as possible on your business. The more time you put in, the quicker you can get it launched. But if you're going all in, you don't have that income stream and it's going to take time to get your business profitable. So you need some kind of support system in place while you're working on creating your business and before you reach profitability. So let's look at this first option, this going in cold turkey option, as I've called it, right? You save up money, you quit your job. This is fantastic in the fact that you can work on your business full time. All those hours you were doing your day job, you can now put it fully into your business. It's much easier to focus. You're not going to be tired from having done a day's work or your day job. And you can really just have your mind completely on the topic, which is great. The downside of this, right, is that you've got nothing, no income coming in to support you before you start your business. So when you begin a business, right, you're going to want a savings chunk that's going to go into your business to launch it for all your startup costs. If you're going cold turkey and you're quitting your job as well, that saving pot then needs to do two things. It's gonna be what's required to launch your business. It's also gonna be supporting you, right? You still need to keep a roof over your head. You still need to be paying bills, buying food, etc., etc. So that money is just spread that much thinner. So you're either gonna need a bigger wedge when you start, or you're gonna have to be pretty confident that you can get things up and running quicker. 
So in that regard, it's a bit more of a high risk strategy. You've also got the downside that if you win employment and you've quit your job and it doesn't work out, you then need to go either get your job back or find another job. So you've got the kind of the added pressure of then job searching and things like that afterwards. It's not a bad option for the confident. And if you've got a big wedge saved up, otherwise it can be a bit more of a high risk strategy. The next level down and providing a bit more support to you is kind of going cold turkey, but doing it with the support of maybe your parents or your spouse. Hopefully someone that is very, very nice and is kind enough to let you go and pursue your dream. This is what I'm doing with my partner at the moment. So we've got an agreement with the amount of time I'm going to spend on building my business and how much money can be dedicated to that. But she's working away. She has a day job. So she's supporting the two of us at the moment. And that means that the day-to-day bills are covered and it gives me just a little bit more leeway and it's a little bit less risk for the work that I'm doing. It also means that the money I've got saved up can go on investing in the business rather than getting spread between paying the bills and startup activities. So that's one. Another one is if you're younger, you might have the option to, maybe you're still living at home or maybe the option to move back in home. Again, you've got to have some pretty nice parents to accommodate this, but they are out there. So that's another option just so that you've got your living side of things covered while you're starting your business. Another option here, and this is why funding is quite attractive for a lot of people. So it might be that your idea is significant enough that you can go and get some significant funding in your business. So maybe you're approaching venture capital firms or angel investors, and they're going to give you a big investment that not only pays to start your business, but is also doing things like paying your salaries. So the salary of you as the founder, maybe if you've got co-founders as well, paying their salaries. So that's going to give you something to live on while you're starting your business. This is a great option because your living expenses are covered. You've got a big whack of money into your business and you can focus on it full time from the start. Obviously, the difficulty with this is it needs to be a pretty significant project that you're going to get VC investors. So they're going to want a good upside from that. It's going to be a, need to be a pretty big idea And you've also got then a bit of your reputation on the line to actually go and deliver something good. And there are requirements and expectations of you that if you've got this investment from VCs, etc., that you're going to be delivering and there's a reasonably high chance of success. Another option is potential loans. So you could get a bank loan or a startup loan. On that side, you need to think about what are some of the risks of that and how you want to structure your business. And again, it's best to speak with an accountant or a lawyer there. Are you going to be personally liable for these loans? With that comes obviously the risk of bankruptcy. If you can't pay off that and if you you know, are unable to get back and pay off that loan, or is your business going to be liable? So again, that's a conversation you want to have with an accountant, but you could use loans for sure. Again, it works pretty similar to funding and allows you to focus full-time but there's also costs involved in that that you'll need to factor into your business planning so what is the cost of the interest and the loan repayments and that needs to be factored into your then your monthly costs and that's going to have impact on how quickly you can be profitable and things like that so there are a range of options for you there's actually one other one and this was one i've done in the past as well which is go down to part-time so there are a number of employers out there who allow you go down to four days a week it's not a massive hit on your salary you lose about 20 percent of your salary but having that extra full day a week that you can work on your business is really fantastic so that's potentially a good way of doing it it allows you to still keep a roof over your head but you're able to start working on your business with that extra day a week and then i guess the final option is really just evenings and weekends things like that are you doing work in your spare time. This is probably your lowest risk option because technically you can 
continue like this indefinitely. If you don't make any changes to your job, if you keep your day job, you can just keep cracking on trying a business in your spare time. And when it becomes profitable to support you, support your family, you can then take the plunge and go for it. But there's no time limit on then how long how long it needs to take you to become profitable. It can take years potentially. Downside of this is just, I guess, your your mental health and your tiredness and how much you can do that. It's quite hard doing a day job and then working evenings, working weekends. Depends the patience of your partner, if you've got kids as well. So you're going to be a very busy bunny for a long time. The other thing you want to check out is, is this compatible with your work? Some businesses don't allow you to have a side job or side hustle or be a director of a company. So you need to figure that out so that your day job isn't going to be at risk. So there's a range of options for you. You want to think about what's best for you, what's best for the type of business you want to launch, and then what's going to work for your partner if you have one and just your personal circumstances. Okay, let's move on to the next area. So what are some of the must-know things you need to be aware of before you start your business? I think one of the most important ones is the costs, and it's your startup costs. Right, so how much money do you need to launch your business? And this might sound a bit harsh. It's inexcusable to not know what those are before you begin. One of the first jobs you should be doing are starting to map out those and get a pretty realistic idea of what those are going to be. Startup costs are going to be things like getting a designer to do your branding, so logo, color palette, buying your website domain, doing your product design, doing your product build, any paid market research you want to do, accounting advice, registering your business. All these things are startup costs. There's information online on what those are. You can look at competitors, you can look at similar products and find out what those are. It's really important you've got those down because you need to have a realistic amount saved plus a bit of contingency for these startup costs. The second thing you need to think about with costs is how long is it going to take you to become profitable? It's unlikely, in fact very rare, that you'll be profitable from the get-go. So you're going to need a good business plan with a forecast that's going to work out how long is it going to take to become profitable. How many loss-making months might you have at the start? Those loss-making months will be covered by either your startup savings or any loans or funding you get. So you'll want to know that. The second thing is, if you're going the cold turkey method, what are your living costs? If it's going to take you six months or a year to a point where you're profitable enough to look after yourself, then you need to have a year's living costs covered, plus maybe a little bit of contingency. And with all these things, you're going to want some contingency as well, because things rarely go to plan when you're starting a new business. The other thing you must know is at least some basic market research on your product. All of these must knows, by the way, become way more important if you're taking the plunge and just quitting your job. If you're doing this on top of your day job, you can start to discover these things a bit more slowly, by the way. But yeah, if you're quitting your job, you really want this stuff nailed down before you start, because that's when you start to make irrevocable decisions, especially with your career, right? So market research, industry red flags. Are there any changes coming in that are going to massively shake up your industry or shake up profitability? Are there new laws or legislations that are coming into place that might make your idea difficult or might significantly change it? You shouldn't be caught out by these things if they're public knowledge. So have a Google, make sure you've understood your industry and there's no nasty surprises waiting for you in the near term. What are the incumbents like in your industry? So your biggest competitors that are already there. Is it reasonable that you can compete with them? Similarly, like what's the competition like? How fierce is the competition? How much does this drive down prices? How many similar competitors are there to your particular product idea? On that note, what are profit margins like? This is going to go back into your financial planning, which is going to affect your timelines, but you should have a fairly good idea of what profit margins are like in your market. So these are the type of things you want to know. 
Another thing, how long does it take to get set up? And both competitors, how long does it take them to build up their business? Speak to friends who've done something similar. Try and find out how long it takes. Do some of your own planning. Be realistic based on the amount of time you can give it. If you're going full time, how much time do you think it's going to take to build your website, design your product, do your sales and marketing, generate leads, launch and start selling? Other things, do you need any licenses? So will your business need any licenses? Do you need any licenses? Or is is there any special training you need? Make sure you have a clear idea of this before you begin, right? You don't want to be surprised that you then need a special qualification or some kind of special license to begin training. So these are the must-knows for me. I'm sure there's probably some others, but I think these are some of the key ones. Okay, final section now, how to tell if it's right to take the plunge. So number one, you've got the money saved up to invest in your business. So that's your startup pot and that's to cover any expenses until your business is profitable. It also covers any loss of income to support you, cover your living expenses and things like that. Next, you've got the time. You've done analysis on the number of hours, number of days, weeks, months it's going to take you to build your business and you've compared that to the time you've got available. Are you going full time in on this or are you going to have to squeeze this in in your evenings between work in the weekends? Make sure you project that out and work out that you've got the time it takes to create the business that you want to create. A really important one, your friends and family are aligned, particularly your better half. Are they comfortable with what this is going to involve from you? The sacrifices you're going to have to make, the sacrifices they're going to have to make, perhaps a slight absence of you, you're available less you're a little bit more tired, are they aligned with that? It's best to deal with these things now, get a system in place and be honest about it, rather than struggle down the line and it become a blocker for you with finishing your business. You can also map out with them what's realistic, how much time can you give to this each week. Next, that your work will allow it. So if you're staying in your job, just check your contract or employee handbook that if you're setting up your own business, there's going to be no conflicts there. You wouldn't want a nasty letter from HR when they discover what you've set up and you wouldn't want any conflicts there. It's best not to be doing anything behind anyone's back or come into any conflict with your employer, especially if you do need to go back to work with them. It's best if you've got still a good relationship in place. You've done your market research, so you know there's no red flags in your industry coming up you know what the competitive landscape is like you have got a reasonable expectation of how much money you can make and you're comfortable about what it is you're making how you're going to make it and who you're going to be competing with next one do you have the skills so is there any formal training that you need for your business or any other skills or education that you need to do reading around the subject getting yourself familiar before you begin it's always easiest to do a little bit of that training before you quit your job you know reading around your spare time and the final one and probably the most important is are you up for the challenge are you ready to dedicate yourself to this and are you up for it are you excited to be starting your business and ready to go if your head's in the right place and with the right attitude and the right flexibility you should be able to make almost any circumstance work but it's really important that your head is in the game and you're committed to the adventure that you're about to begin those are my thoughts on the topic of knowing when it's right to start your business i hope you found that useful the takeaway from this is it's two fundamentals it's about risk management while you're starting your business so that's making sure you've got an income stream or you've done enough planning and budgeting to make it work 
and the other side of it is preparation so knowing as much as you can before you jump in about the business you're about to start about what it's going to cost and about the market you're entering there's a really good book which i'm going to link to in the show notes which is about starting a business in your spare time and the power of still having that income stream so that it provides coverage for all the time it takes to get to a point where you're profitable and then when your business is profitable that's when you take the leap and go full time i'll link that in the show notes it's really cool definitely check it out Thanks very much for listening. As always, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe. Okay, that's it for this week. I will see you next week. Bye-bye.